Hello, dear listeners. Welcome once again to another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. That's my brother right there. He is Mason, full of nicknames Williams. And that's my brother, Luke, Luke Williams, Williams. That's us. We are Inventor Brothers. Yep. And we are going to invent something for your ears and brain and uh, body and heart and soul and stomach this week. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it... Or, or other parts if you want to, like, make a puree and butt chug it. Yeah. Uh, but don't. But don't. But maybe do. I know we or have... Or maybe do, like, a cucumber and put the slices over your eyes. Yeah, it could be something like that. So this week we're making a vegetable. I'm sure you've already read it in the title. Uh, That's a thing that we can do. We we can. We certainly can. Yeah. A vegetable for this week. So, Mason, where would you like to begin? Okay. Well, first, let's define what a vegetable is. So I have a question for you. You go and you get, like, uh, vegetables from the produce section. You see mushrooms there. Are you like, oh, yeah, mushrooms a vegetable? Uh, this is a trap, ain't it? Yeah, because uh, mushrooms a fungus. That's a fungus. That's a completely different phylum. Like, they don't even, like, plants, they breathe in, you know, the carbon dioxide, and they exhale the oxygen that we need to live and that's the whole cycle of life we got going mushrooms they're like us they breathe carbon dioxide or they breathe, breathe uh, oxygen and they exhale carbon dioxide they're in many ways closer to an animal than they are to a plant that's really cool i like mushrooms i i don't like button mushrooms i'm sick of them i like every other kind of mushroom what about the like enoki yeah they're cool i'm down with that cremini though it's just got more character. It tastes like woody, like yeah, nice. Got more color, like, like nothing. Like woody nothing from Toy Story. I'm sorry. They taste like like Woody the sheriff. Uh yes. Uh, stick in his boot. Uh, uh. You mean a snake in his boot? Was it a snake? He doesn't have a stick in his boot. Where he was the stick? stick? He's wood. There's no stick. Okay. He's stickless. Where was the boot? On his foot. What the fuck's the matter? Okay. I mean, Vegetable. What is the definition of a vegetable? Uh, yeah, he was a sheriff. Granted. He, he remember him and, and Buzz? I do. Tom Hanks yeah. and Tim Allen, respectively, yeah. played those roles. Yeah. Uh, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, Buzz Lightyear yeah. uh, believed he was, like, a real spaceman. And yet he still went limp and lifeless and allowed himself to be played with whenever humans were on the scene, i.e. Andy. It's it's clearly not like a, an involuntary thing that happens, right? Because later they're able to just do that whenever and like freak Sid out. Yeah. So he couldn't. I, I know. I know the thing. It's bullshit that he's fake. Like. If he really believed it, why was he going limp at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, I mean, in a larger sense, why do every single every single toy ever made presumably 
can do this, can animate, like going back to the very first like corn husk dolls. Mm. Like why are like that's billions upon billions upon trillions of sentient life forms every single one of them agreeing to be perfectly lifeless so that they can be played with like yeah um, why, I, I, how did I do, that become a thing i do actually i i'm not going to answer that question i will answer my theory as to why buzz did that li- lifeless thing to begin with though okay. i think there was his own personal belief mm-hmm. that got you know his worldview shaken uh, uh-huh. through over the course of the movie that's you know the big arc um, but the reason why he went lifeless was much like an animal instinct there's just an inherent like toy muscular if you could call it that instinct that it was like his body went limp because his body told him that was the thing he had to do and he didn't have an explanation for it they didn't address it but that's the in universe reason I think there must have been like a deleted scene where they convinced him that Andy was an apex predator and the way to remain safe is to play dead. Hmm, perhaps. Uh, here's another another thing. Corn husk dolls. Yes. Is that the vegetable root we go with? Okay, here's a question. Are corn husks edible? Like if you boil them or shit? Uh, to my knowledge, they aren't great. I mean, I mean, ever okay. Here's here's the thing. If it's not toxic or poisonous, um, uh, and you boil shit out of it until it's edible, then yes, it's all edible. But does it taste like anything other than just mush? Possibly not. I I think we want to aim for something more nutritious. Yeah. So okay. We're so talking pl- about please. Like, we got to get back to what is the definition of a vegetable? Woody is a cowboy. Damn it! Yes! I agree. Let's get back to Toy Story. Okay, so uh, Woody is a cowboy, and he somehow forgot that he was a part of uh, this larger show. Like, this is addressed in the second movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So how old is Woody, like, did he never see the packaging that he came in? At what point does a toy awaken? Is it mid-manufacture, or is it when a kid first plays with them? Hmm. Well, it can't be when a kid first plays with them, because Stinky Pete, uh, he was uh, awake and aware, even though he was still mint in box. Right. So, clearly the toys awaken and are conscious before they are even purchased. Um... So you don't actually have to be a toy to be a toy. Like, you just have to be manufactured with the intention of becoming a toy. Uh, you don't actually have to be used as a toy to be conscious. I, I got another messed up thing for you. You know that, like, uh, uh, what is, what's it called? Like, it's like a reductive consciousness sort of theory or whatever, where, like, what part of you is still you? Um, yeah. Those toys that were tortured until they were parts and they pieced themselves back together, those were parts those were, like, multiple parts of toys. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, there's, like, different logic for the toys. Why that, couldn't like, they talk? Uh, I mean, okay. They're, we're talking about different things, too. We're talking about, like, what was logical to the rules of the universe versus what served the aesthetic. 
And in that creepy moment, it served the aesthetic that they could well, like, like, even if we accept that Sid's Frankenstein toys, something's fucked up with them toy-wise, so they can't talk, uh, that doesn't explain why his sister's toys that have not yet been mangled cannot talk. Hmm. Yep, I don't know. Okay, here's a question. Office worker, hanging out, you know, in his office, he's got a little staple remover, you know, he doesn't think about it for years, it's just a staple remover. Kid comes to the office, it's take your kid to work day. Kid picks up the staple remover for like two minutes and goes, I'm a dinosaur, puts the staple remover back down. Is that staple remover now a toy, and if so, does it wake up? Uh, well, wasn't there like a sort of age of maturity where it, it the perception of it went away? Like, wasn't that acknowledged in the universe too? Like, well, I mean, does that mean that a toy's consciousness will gradually fade away if it's never played with? Now, what's interesting about this is that we see a fake version of it for like the child's perspective. Like, the child can mm-hmm. only be in that space. While they play limp to the delight of, of the these like secretly animated toys that sure. are playing dead. As they go away, they choose to become animated, hmm. but they are also only animated because we, the movie viewer, are watching. What's interesting is they don't get the personality that the child ascribes to them. If a child picks up a toy and says, this toy is a villain, rah, 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 I'm bad, and then the child goes away, that toy does not become an evil animated toy. It has whatever personality it wants. Mm. So I guess it's sort of like a a full disconnection here, right? Like there's, it's like you're talking about like Apex Predator. Like it's it's like they play limp as, as a defense mechanism. It basically has nothing to do with what the toys actually are, what they go through, etc. They just have an innate desire to belong and they want to be with the child that treats them well and plays with them and whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, where does that stem from? Is that like a vanity thing that they just want the attention? Well, I mean, the other thing is the toys, they're not united in purpose. They don't all have the same goals in mind like there were some of the toys that were like yes i want to go to the museum and be mint in box forever mm-hmm. like that apparently it's not inherent and instinctual to them that they want to be loved and played with mm-hmm. here's a here's i think this was a real missed opportunity like imagine if woody had gone to the toy museum in japan imagine like over on the other uh, like across the room there was a a toy from like the early stone age and it's like uh, uh made out of bone and whatnot and then night at the museum this thing wakes up and it's seen all of human civilization it's thousands of years old and it's like yes i remember when i was played with you know on the plains i was made from an animal that no longer exists mm-hmm. like that that would have been an incredibly interesting character i agree did we did we finish up our our Toy Story bit? You think now? Should we actually design a vegetable? Veg- are we going to design a vegetable? Okay, what is a vegetable? Please define. Woody has a crush on Bo Peep. Son of a bitch! <laughs> and they wrote her out of the third movie. Yeah, she got like broke. Well, here she wasn't even really a toy, right? Because she was like part of a lamp or some shit. Yeah, was that true? 
I mean, she, well, yeah, like she did she light up her skirt at some point, or did she just? I don't look think she like ever she lit did. up, but she's like porcelain. Hmm. Which might be why she broke. Was she, was she porcelain? I think. I mean, it looked like she was fabric from like the waist down. Maybe. I I honestly do not believe whatever she was that she was intended to be played with the way she was played with. Hmm. I mean, it seems as though when she was walking around, they animated her materials as though it was fabric from the waist down. Well, I mean, a lot of the materials are animated in a way that does not make sense for that material, right? Hmm. Because the toy is animating itself. And you're seeing, like, pieces of plastic bend as though they are muscle. And, like, is that just a a feature of this thing being alive, you know? Here's a question. Woody got his arm ripped and then restuffed. When Andy restuffed it, that arm is bigger now. Is Woody actually stronger as a result of having more stuffing in his arm? I mean, it would serve, like... it would seem that that would make sense, right? Like it does, but it kind of doesn't, was, right? Because was there any other example of toys either gaining or losing abilities based on like slight variations on? Well, I mean, on their to stuff? an extent, the the part of your body determines what you are. Like in Toy Story three, where Mrs. Potato Head loses an eye, she sees through that eye, right? And it's like. You only see through that because that's a piece of plastic that's painted to look like an eye. If I paint other eyes on her body, would she be able to see through them? That would be so cool. If there was this weird symbiotic relationship where, like, the human could play with the toys in whichever way and give them powers, but it's unknowing... Because the relationship cannot be formed because the toys, with one exception, are unable to be animated around the humans. So, like, they can't... It's it's like it's like a humans and gods analogy that, like, <laughs> you can pray to the gods all you want. The gods might just do whatever the fuck they want. What, what's weird is we never see what happens with Sid afterwards. Like, Sid has a psychotic break, and he's like, oh, no, the toys are alive. But if he stopped and thought about that, like, if he considered that to be real in any way, shape, or form afterwards, he would have made toys with a completely different purpose in mind. He would have made toys with the purpose of, this thing is going to come to life, whether I'm aware of it or not. I'm going to make the most badass toy, or I'm going to make a toy that will actually serve me in some way. He might make some elaborate sculpture thing and consider it a toy, and he's like, this thing's going to make my bed for me when mm. I'm not here. Um, side note, mm-hmm. shout-outs to the... Uh... To the awesome Sid cosplayer at Con Bravo this year, uh, he was just a guy with a buzz cut, a skull T-shirt, walking around with a Woody and a Buzz doll. Nice. <laughs> it was the most like low key, very did, did obvious. Did Buzz cosplay. have like a rocket strap to him? I believe he did too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that um, is that is. I I love obscure or like subtle cosplay. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. But we're not here to design cosplay. No, we're not. Okay, so what is the definition of a vegetable? Andy's dad is dead. 
This is, oh my god, did you see that huge fucking thing that somebody wrote up about what happened to Andy's dad? Not, uh, not the huge thing. Okay, okay. Andy's dad was also named Andy. And apparently this is something like one of the, like long after the Toy Story movies have come out, one of the show writers or one of the uh, the directors or whatever, some official person, they released this thing saying that what had actually happened was Andy's father was the original owner of like Woody and so forth. And the person who wrote Andy on Woody's foot was originally Andy's father. And Andy's father, like, got sick and, like, all the toys that Andy's father had got, like, put in an attic. And they only got brought out decades later after the father had died and they were given to Andy present day. Which is why Andy present day has a bunch of older toys, including Woody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the creepy thing is, according to this backstory, when the toys came out, despite the fact that they had been in there for decades, when they saw Andy Jr., they believed, and I don't know if they still believe, but they initially believed that he was their original Andy. Whoa, that this is some deep shit. And, like, I, I appreciate it. It's definitely a bummer spin. Oh, it's profoundly a bummer spin. Um, okay. So, so vegetable. Vegetable. I'm not going to ask the question again. Yes. We're going to move on to something that's, else. That's fair. Uh, I've, en- so, I've ensnared you enough. So, so a vegetable, a vegetable we can eat. Yeah, we want, okay, so we want a vegetable that we can eat. We human want. Human consumption. Human consumption is a main focus. Okay, we nutrition. Want, nutrition is, is an, another important focus. Um, but like you were talking about how things that fall under like not the vegetable uh moniker by by like scientific definition, it's like I we generally know what we treat like a vegetable, and it has more to do with like flavor profile than not. Like yeah, yeah it's, it's more to do with flavor profile and how you use the food because corn, for example, if I just have that like as corn with butter on it sure that's a vegetable that's a side but then if i grind that up and make it into flour now all of a sudden it's a grain i can make bread yeah and like you could add sugar to that and then it's corn pops and then it's a fruit yeah or i could like why did you agree stick to that? Mater, mr potato eyes in it and a mouth on it and now it's a toy and yeah. now it's gonna walk around that's a, i mean it certainly could and that's another, uh, I was I was waiting a little while before I was potentially going to bring this one back, was that there was a bridge between all our Toy Story uh, theory talk and the vegetables, which was Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean, you could cram Mr. Potato Head eyes onto anything, and it would presumably come to life. Like, they established that in uh, Toy Story 3. You just pop a couple of eyes into whatever, and he can now walk it around. So you get, like, a brick of tofu jam the eyes in there it's gonna sit up and walk around you have like a beanbag chair cram the eyes into it it's gonna sit up and and beanbag around oh so just everything just turns into like Wee's playhouse that you can cram a mr potato head eye into becomes an extension of his consciousness i would okay so hold up in the c in the cg world we've got our own rules that apply to this toy story universe in the live action world that is closer to like a puppetry thing 
because puppets mm. exist in the real space but are just as much an animated thing that we can like make a character because we put eyes on it and like made a mouth flap open like if mr and mrs potato head start exchanging body parts would they begin to swap elements of their consciousness uh i think they would definitely swap elements of their character i don't think consciousness and that's super cool and kinky like they oh they would have the fucking best sex life oh my fuck yes oh i mean can you imagine if you could swap body parts with your partner and then like go to town on your own genitals oh that'd be so good but like here's here's another thing too is that uh, i mean i would have to think that i mean because there aren't any like little dick accessories or or like genitalia accessories to put on that the only thing they've got going for a like a, a, a fuckable spot is that massive trap door of an ass so like <laughs> i'm assuming that their favorite kinky thing is like finding a way to take the majority of oh it must be like take all of the features off of the partner and then cram it in its trap door until it's stuffed hmm because the person who's doing the stuffing has to have enough appendages to do that stuffing. Uh, okay, <laughs> why do the toys have sex drives at all, and do they all have sex drives? Because I think it's clear that the toys, some of them have a more rudimentary consciousness than others. I, I definitely, like, it is, there is proof positive from the movies that there is at least an attraction. And it's, mm-hmm. and there is a physical attraction. It is still G-rated series movies. Were there any highbrow sex jokes that, like, Uh, went over the kids' heads? I think, like, there was some really extreme flirting and there was kissing. Hang on. Didn't, like, Bo Peep kiss Woody and, like, he came back with, like, lipstick marks on his cheek at one point? What the hell was that? My God. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it 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 definitely wasn't like ceramic, like you were talking about. Even if it was plastic or whatever, it, it like where did yeah, where did that lipstick come from? Okay, here's another thing. If if I create like clearly not a in, intended for children toy, but it's still a toy. Like I can still play with it, and I make like a little plastic man who's got a big dick. Is that going to come to life? And if so, does plastic dick man fuck? And he just, like, comes to in the toy box with this insatiable lust. (laughs) Just, I gotta put this in something. Yeah, that's horrendous. Also, um... It's not a vegetable. I'm gonna gonna make a proposition here. Okay. Um, which is the worst segue I could have possibly made. It's really very bad, but go ahead. Um, we're sitting close to, like nearly the halfway point on this episode and we legitimately have talked more about Toy Story than about vegetables, which is okay because... No, it is. It is because A, we're just rolling with the punches. B, it was a a goof that happened multiple times. It's it's all good. We're talking about the Toy Story universe and the rules that apply within it. And we're Mm -hmm. talking about these rules that, like, exist within that medium of these three movies, and that's pretty much it. I don't think there was any supplementary material. Um, Well, there was an animated series, but it was the animated series that Buzz Lightyear watched. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not not counting that. So in that animated series, he was a real man. Right, that's something else. Let's not 
yet. We won't include that. Let's not yet, because that's clearly a different different rules going on there. It's so cool that you can have, like, in-universe fiction. I mean, yes, that is cool. But uh, here's my proposition. Okay. Uh, I am a human being in my house, in my basement, in front of a microphone right now. You are a human being in your house, in front mm-hmm. of a microphone right now. Yes. To the listeners that we serve with this podcast medium, we have our own universe within here. And uh, we're talking uh, this this space in which we craft things with our words uh, to, you know, some success and some uh, very to varying success. Um, We basically set the rules based on what we think would be coolest or most interesting to talk about. And we could kind of go with whatever. Generally speaking, we craft things based on like the real world, but we obviously have set up enough precedent that we don't just stick to that. There are many things that we have made that, in fact, we cannot make. Why not have, and this is another thing, we've always tried to use the majority of what wound up going into the podcast episode as our base. Oh, Christ. I'm talking about some kind of edible vegetable from within the Toy Story universe. Okay, so let us address what powers the toys. Uh, Is there some power, some energy that they consume in order to walk around? I mean, the general rules don't seem to apply. We're talking about plastic bodies that don't have bone structures or muscle structures in their bodies whatsoever. We're talking about, like, what would appear to us to be uh, the materials uh, that correspond to our universe. And yet, they do have different physics because they are acting in different ways. Okay, so it's a violation of the law of conservation of energy because these things are walking around with no visible power source. They do not eat. And also, that whatever power does animate them, it... Uh, will allow them to transcend the limits of their physical forms. Uh, pause for two seconds. Did we, in fact, confirm humans are in are fully separate because of uh, uh, consumption of food making them separate? Uh, I believe there was, like, Cheeto dust on the, the sleeping man in one of... Was that either... The first movie oh, the, or the second f- movie? fucking uh, the horse licks the Cheeto dust. Why does he do that? Does he taste? Does he want to consume the Cheeto dust? Um. Okay. There was also like the pizza place that the Martians originated from. Did yes. we see pizza getting consumed by anybody or anything like that? Like a burger or? I'm. I'm fairly certain the humans eat food. Okay. They definitely so... get older and die, so they're subject to oh, yeah. some of the laws of the universe. Okay, so it is a safe bet that that has been confirmed at some point. And For all practical intents and purposes, assume that the humans grow and eat and shit and fuck and die. Yes. Okay, so I think we first need to explain the biggest exception to the rule about what governs both the toys and the humans, which was the crossing of the threshold where Woody spooks Sid in the first mm-hmm. movie. And I think it's mostly akin to either um, some sort of uh, 
psychotic episode or mm-hmm. spiritual experience or 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 we can just always I think talk I think about... it's clearly a spiritual experience because this is not merely a fantasy that we are having about the toys. We can confirm that the toys are doing things that humans are unaware of. So it is not merely a psychotic break. There is magic in this universe. You want me to freak you out? Okay, here's here's the freaky scenario, okay? Let's say that a human being dies. And I am just messed up enough that I pick up the corpse and I begin playing with it. At what point does that corpse reanimate as a toy? Oh my god. And if so, does it have the same consciousness it had in life? Or okay, is okay, it a no, completely no, no, no. new being? No, we gotta set some up some kind of ground rule that like it's gotta be like manufactured materials that are able to animate or something. Like, it can't just be biological organisms because yeah like the puppy crosses the threshold too yeah the puppy the 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 dog is clearly aware like the only limitation they have is they can't reveal themselves to humans they can reveal themselves to animals no problem Hmm. which well like where's the dividing line can they reveal themselves to a gorilla Wait, wait 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 wasn't there like the baby i think they did reveal themselves to the baby Fuck, I mean, I'm going to, like, binge watch the Toy Story movies later tonight. <laughs> if like, I had known we were going to get into yeah, Toy I'm, Story, I would have done that before we started of recording. Of course, yeah. me too, me too. Fuck. God damn it. I mean, <laughs> do we start a second series where we actually do some research on shit? Okay, I, I, need to, I need to ask you something, Luke. I'm begging you, please, when you put this episode up, do not mention Toy Story whatsoever in the title or the description of this episode. Just say it's about vegetable. No trouble there, homie. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, so in-universe, uh, the toys gain sustenance and power from the fact that they are manufactured as toys. They don't need to be played with. You don't need to pay attention to them. They are conscious, and they move, and they have magic power because they have been manufactured as toys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I manufacture a toy as a toy, and then I'm just like, nope, no kid's going to play with you, run on this treadmill... I get unlimited free energy in violation of the law of conservation of energy. Oh my god, there's like a whole other subplot there that's closer to like Monsters, Inc. Where there's just like an exploitive (laughs) process that's set in motion. Yeah, no, that's why they can't let human beings find out about it. Not because human beings would freak out, but because human beings would immediately recognize that we have been unintentionally magically creating life for thousands of years. Hmm. And life that could be easily exploited as a slave workforce. Okay, so we can design anything we want still for this Toy Story universe. We can make any kind of vegetable that we want. I'm wondering, like, this was a thought that entered my head for, you know, while I was still thinking we were going to design for, like, the real world. Um, Where, uh, you know, something like a tree begins... And ends where like usually we 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 are talking about like the fruit of said tree, but then we'll eat things and I guess we put them in the vegetable like category like aloe and bamboo that are yeah. like off that scale they're like something else. 
Um, so like, could we actually like, like palm, we, we eat palm hearts, but we sit under the shade of the palm fronds, you know, like I, I would like something that serves more than one purpose. If we're going to make it as cool or as interesting mm-hmm. as possible, um, I want to make something new. I mean, do we need to make something new or can we just make something? I feel like we're treading entirely new conceptual ground here. Okay. So, um. If I have a toy vegetable, it's a toy that's not intended to come to life and be a character, but it is a toy prop that the toys can use as a prop. Would like I think there are some cases where there will be like a car for example, and because the car was never intended to have a face and be a person, it has car-like powers using the toy animation power magic. But it is not a a person toy like the car that they drive in the uh in the toy store in the second movie that is moving around despite the fact that it doesn't have an engine because it is animated by toy animation magic but it is not a person so if i have a vegetable toy that is not intended to be personified can it still imbue nutrition by virtue of toy magic I feel like you lost me on that one a bit. We're talking about an edible... An edible toy. toy. I create a toy. Oh, 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 okay. So maybe this is how Willy Wonka's, like, magic candy works. And maybe that's why you don't really see Willy Wonka's magical candy outside of the uh, the Wonka factory, right? Because while he's within the factory, his imagination is powering shit. So he can say, hey, this candy has all the vitamins in the world. Hey, this, this gum will turn you into a blueberry. But, like, the candy you buy outside of the factory, it's just, like, really tasty chocolate bars. There's no magic involved in that shit. Okay, so same sort of similar principle. As long as you have a sufficient toy magic or belief magic animating a food item can you give it extra nutrition or extra magical abilities that would transfer either to a toy or to a human that eats that thing well how would you propose that a toy eat anything like simple you just you know drill an esophagus well (laughs) i mean did we see evidence from the movies of toys doing anything with their digestion no. system? No, but, I, that but I'm fairly certain of. They did not at any point eat. There was transference of lipstick. True. Uh, okay, so that's my thing. Is like the the belief of what this thing is supposed to be is what allows it to move, right? Because like Woody. His eyes are just painted on. He does not actually have eyelids, but he can blink and we see his closed eyes, right? So right. Uh, he has that because he thinks of his eyes as eyes, right? Well, no, uh, hold up. No, hold up. Hold up. Is it that or is it that the uh, paralyzed state, let's call mm-hmm. it, um, is set to one thing? And, oh, crap, Andy's in the room. I got to cram my eyes open and not blink. Are you that... proposing that even in his frozen state, he he actually had, like, did they manufacture eyelids for him that are inside his head that he just, it was never intended for them to be deployed? Because he doesn't have, like, 
like opening closing eyes like a doll does i mean to break away from the conspiracy stuff for a moment and talk about the actual like aesthetics of how they animated it and wanted it to look uh that was pretty well not a consideration there's the human version that they see where he has no eyelids Mm -hmm. and they animated him with eyelids because it made him more human whether or not we concede that he has eyelids, they're a fabrication, uh, y- y- you know, we could sort of pick which version of that we want. Okay, so, uh, like, my point is, though, that what a toy is manufactured to be is, in some cases, what that toy becomes. Like, the monkeys in a barrel, they acted like monkeys, and they went, ooh, 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 ooh. But they're just stamped plastic. Like, they could have come out talking like the army men, but they didn't, right? They were stamped with a monkey form, so they came out acting like monkeys, right? So, same sort of thing. Like, if you manufacture, like, fake food, and you're like, hey, everybody, this is fake food. Play with this as though it is fake food. Okay, bye. And then you leave the room, and the toys wake up, and they're like, oh, hey, some fake food. I'm going to fake eat this fake food. Would they gain any benefit from doing so? Hmm. It's interesting that you you stumbled on like how a a toy's form will wind up dictating its behavior to an extent. And Mm -hmm. there is almost no clearer picture of that than with Buzz. Yes. Um, But despite that, I'm dodging the I'm dodging the point. Um, Do they can they eat fake food? I mean, realistically, there's no point. We're talking about them having unlimited energy with or without fake food or real food being involved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I'm I not think... saying that they would get more energy. Although, come to think of it, they do run down energy. Like, if they walk around for a while, they get tired. Why? No, what the hell? Why do they get tired after walking for, like, an hour? Like, that... What, what store of energy are they depleting? Don't... That's that's really obnoxious. I mean, it makes sense for the character aspect of of like the story they're telling, right? Yes. But it, it you know, it, for this, yeah, this for the story, it makes sense that they get tired after walking around for a while. Um, that's a relatable emotional uh, writing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Th- yeah, the rules of the universe. There is no need for a source of fuel. Oh, 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 I got it. Their paralyzed state is like recharge mode. Okay. So Does that they're... mean... Wait, wait, wait. Then then why does Stinky... Oh, no, because Stinky Pete does still go paralyzed when uh, other people are in the room. It doesn't have to be a child. Okay, okay. And what's amazing about that is that... And this is kind of obvious from the first movie, but that means that... Woody probably did something very difficult going against the very nature of his paralyzed state and how it like how like the rules which govern his body. He like broke that for an ethical concern, right? Like that was he saw how bad Sid was to toy kind and mm-hmm. intervened. And that should have really made him like, you know, a su- sort of supernatural hero. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's but, a supreme act of will there. Okay, so you're proposing that... He should have, have died to... after that. Oh, yeah, it would have been so much greater if he had died. But, yeah. uh, like, you're proposing that when a toy is in the line of sight of a human being and they become paralyzed, that is them recharging. Uh, so if you leave a toy outside of human sight, like you lock it away in an attic for, say, a couple of months, they go dormant. They no longer have any energy. Okay. Is that a no, no, thing? No, no, like, no, no, if you put no. a toy in a closet, does it? Is that cryogenic stasis? I think they have a version of life that, in quotes, that uh, somewhat mirrors our own. We have mm-hmm. restful state and we have waking state that we move around in. We don't go a couple of days being in either state without it getting very bad. Yeah. Uh, like it's either a coma or it's uh, se- severe sleep deprivation, and yeah. that's you don't want to do either. They have something similar where they need to be played with or hopefully are played with or at least seen. Acknowledged as what they're meant to be. Yeah, exactly. And when they are put in storage, they are somewhat functionally dead. Like they are atrophied. Like there's they could like throw themselves down somewhere. No, because that doesn't add up because then that's just what they would do. They would be like, oh shit, I'm in the attic, I'm never gonna get played with again, I'm, I will be functionally dead if I stay up here, they will escape to the living room and Why just Why does the remote control haunted. car at the end of the first movie need batteries? I feel like that's another form of thing. Like, I like, feel like, like that's not... Like, he was not... still conscious and he could, like, emote, but he had no batteries so he couldn't move? Well, it's the same question about the full-size car that they drive around in, that, like, that's an inanimate object... That is not a toy. The remote control car... Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. The remote control car was, like, an animated toy. Yeah, it had eyes. That's the key, is it had eyes. I feel like that's more, like, a separate kind of being. Like, I feel like that's closer to a horse versus a human. What's the size limit on a toy? If I slap a pair of googly eyes on a backhoe, is that thing gonna come to life? Uh, it will for me. (laughs) That's not what you're asking. (laughs) Um, God, I don't know. Okay, we got to do the vegetable part of this, though. Yes, yes. Um, So I think that the needs of the toy are somewhat irrelevant, but that's the main sticking point that we're we're talking about here because it's the story of the toy. It's the toy story. Okay, if if toys are animated not by some extra-dimensional force, but by human attention, is there some artificial human attention that they could have could you take like a a polaroid of a human being looking at you and then just like keep that polaroid with you to recharge you (laughs) um and if so is that effectively food and you can just sort of stick it in an eggplant and there you go we designed our purpose here (laughs) yes it is toy food The, the eggplant okay human beings have gone extinct but toys run the earth and they have to have these Polaroids of these long dead hominids that they look at and have looking at them to sustain them so they continue moving around. Oh my god, I love, okay, I feel like we're talking about something that could evolve from closer to like an alien plant life sort of situation where it's it's like the plants exist, uh very slowly they grow these like 
big wise eldritch trees mm-hmm. uh through the rooms where toys exist but they don't like over the course of a day there's like this shifting face that appears and disappears and that's all the stimulation that the toys need to keep going and the toys are just as pristine because shit isn't fucking them up anymore Okay, so here's the central question. Here is the one question that we need to answer in order for any of this to make any kind of sense. Mm. Can a toy make another toy? Is it only human beings that uh, make um, toys? Um, or can it, a human... Is, yeah. Sorry, is there, ex- uh, 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 a, is there any sort of precedent for that in the movies? I don't think there's any precedent of a toy making another toy. But toys can, like, do surgery on other toys. The toys fix... The toys that Sid, you know, mangled together. So right. they effectively take, you know, there were two toys. They got mashed together into one. They rip that one new toy apart and make it back into two. Toys can also uh, separate class between each other. That Woody was the leader of the toys, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, also the aliens semi-worshipped Buzz. Yes. So, like, there is... An acknowledgement that, like, there, it, there is just, oh, there is just such a, a a fertile ground of, like, Toy Story religion just waiting to be birthed here. Okay, but- <laughs> okay. So, so Mr. Potato Head took his eyes and his hands and his feet and crammed them into something else that then animated. So, clearly, that central thing, what was it? Was it like a tortilla or something? I want to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, this this is within the movies, or is something we're designing this right is, now? This is the third movie. He he put his shit in a tortilla and it moved around? Yeah, yeah. And I the, don't like, remember that. Thing... That's horrifying. Oh, it was, absolutely. Uh, the tortilla was never manufactured as a toy, so it's clear that toys can subsume other material and add it to themselves, and it will animate as toy material. So they can grow. A toy could presumably make itself larger... But my question is, can toys reproduce? Can they reproduce without human intervention? Because if so, yes, we can have a toy civilization that simply relies on artificial human consciousness to remain active. Uh, but but their death d- is not obvious. They can outlive us. Mm-hmm. Or at least they can live for like an obscene amount of time. They don't yeah, I mean, they will eventually be... age due to like entropy, like the plastics will break down. Oh god, I guess that's true. But but I mean if they can self-repair, if there's If they can self-repair or like cram new parts onto themselves, that fixes that. Yeah, I feel like that's just more or less good. Like I feel like that's good to go. I think the other thing that's really fascinating about what you will wind up getting down the line is this like weird disproportionate scale that like they're living in a giant's world. Mhm. Um, all the humans are dead. Yes. But the toys live on having to repurpose human inventions for, you know, for their size, which is would would they simply now that they don't have humans watching them to worry about, would they simply pack shit onto themselves until they become human sized? Hmm. Presumably there are human-sized toys, right? Oh, okay, important question. Do we have evidence of, like, there's the character that is, that, you know, you get from the toy. Like, like Stinky Pete mm-hmm. didn't have to be, like, an old crotchety old man 
he sort of decided to take on that character because that was his form. Again, a matter of like form dictating how a character would act. Right. Um, Is there an example of them forgetting? Like, do memories fade? Hmm. Because we mostly see that they don't. Like, they seem more clear with the toys than with the humans. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, toys have less to remember than humans do. Hmm. At what point in the manufacture of a toy does a toy become conscious? Mm. Um, was Woody conscious while he was being repaired? That's a very awkward part. Because even when you saw them, like, working on the... Uh, okay, well, no, there was sort of precedent for that, too. There was Sid burning the hole in the head. Mm-hmm. It was like he did not react until he came to. And then he felt pain. Jesus. This is a sticky, sticky little universe we're playing in. It's, it really is. I'm getting this all under my fingernails. <laughs> okay. okay, so the vegetable that we are inventing is artificial human consciousness that will maintain toy life. I'm I'm kind of comfortable with that at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, we're talking, we did, in fact, make a plant that could do that. Whether or not its edibility <laughs> remains is not necessarily... As important because nobody's cooking with these vegetables. They're, you know, prolonging life in a new way. Yeah. I mean, food is relative to what life is. Yeah. This is basically a new definition of a vegetable for the Toy Story universe. The future toy universe. Yes. The future toy universe in which all humans are dead and they have to sustain themselves by artificial human plants. I also imagine this whole place is like, like overgrown by many decades not oh like, yeah like absolutely the, the you, you absolutely us. would have like solar punk aesthetic but with like shambling toy golems wandering around and like trees with human faces all over them fuck That's i want to draw so that cool. yo can we can can we can, maybe not we but like you should like play a game in this universe too Oh, God. Yeah. No, I would have to establish the physics of exactly what works and why. And, like, I would have to, like, have some sort of quest that they would go on to find, like, the last humans in cryostasis or something like that. Yeah. The, um... Imagine, like, you wake up the last human out of cryostasis and he comes to and he's like, what? And then all of a sudden these mishmash golems that have, you know, mashed themselves up to human size. As soon as he wakes up out of the cryotube, they're like, oh, the last human. And then they immediately all fall down. <laughs> and he's like, what? What did I do? Shit. What are these? What's it? What's Hello? really cool? What's really interesting about that, too, is that, like, you've got different, like, beliefs and and mindsets of these different like toy factions that could that could be present and oh, yeah some might believe that you know uh biological like maybe whether or not biological uh stuff can be added to their bodies or not uh y- you know i would say in universe it can't but the belief might still exist that it can so they are hunting down this body for scrap yes and they like, want to, like, like, start using his, like, flesh and bones to add onto themselves. But they can only actually do that if they can overcome, as Woody did, and, like, transcend their toy nature to stare that human in the face and be like, we are going to absorb you. Oh, God. 
Yeah, you would absolutely have a bunch of different, like, warrior factions. Like, you would have one group that says, we are the new life. It is our responsibility to rebuild civilization and take to the stars. And there would be, like, another faction that's like, no, we must become the humans that have left us. And there'll be another group that's like, no, we must rebuild the humans. And there'll be another that'd be like, our purpose is to be played with, so we must play with each other. Yeah. Good stuff. Like, there's, this is so, like I say, fertile. Oh, very fertile. There's so much you could do with this setting. It's good. Well, um, I think that's, that's good to call pretty much because here's the thing. Um, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let, let's not do this again. Okay. Yeah. We could be more destination focused, you know, moving forward. We're, we're going to be a little more destination focused. Yeah. But also, no regrets. <laughs> okay, now I do want to say this. If you want to make fan art of this setting, if you want to make pictures of what this overgrown with face trees, with trundling toy golems, if you want to <sighs> make fan art of what that looks like, you can head on over to squarespace.org slash fan art, so and you close. can submit your fan art there. And so close. It will go into a gallery and you'll get a lot of exposure as an artist. We can also, we're also going to highlight the fan art both on the site and on the, on the Instagram. So, uh, you know, uh, do that up. We will blow up your spot. Yeah. If you like what you heard and you're on YouTube, feel free to comment down below, you know, do that rate and subscribe, uh, or yeah, like, like it's a like, that's what it is. Or you feel can dislike to- us. Don't know. You don't. What they could though. The, co- the contrarian thing doesn't work for the ratings that we want. <laughs> okay, thumb up. You want the up. Up is good. Yes, up like the the thumb points up is good. That's another what? Pixar movie. That's, yeah, it, was, it wasn't, it was, I mean, it was, was alright. It was kind of an outlier. But it was good. I mean, it's, you know, it's yeah. a Pixar movie. It's going to be good. I don't have a problem with up. Yeah, up was alright. It was well, just. you got beef with up? You got mm-hmm. beef with me. No, sir. You know what I do have beef with? The fact that we don't know what we're designing next week. I know. Do you? Do you want me to tell you? I do. Okay. Our next week's podcast, which is going to be immensely more practical and destination focused than this week's was, we are going to invent a card game. A card game. A card game that you can play at home. Oh my God. I love it. So is this, I mean, one quick thing to to clarify. Are we mm-hmm. talking about a CCG or are we talking about a packaged card game? No, no, no. Packaged card game. Like, we're not making a CCG. I'm not going to, you know, like, make take microtransactions from people and, like, do, like, a thousand different pieces of art. No, no, no. We're cool. We're making a card game that you buy once and you can play it forever. Sounds good. And that also means that that by differentiating, we now have, uh, you know, a second episode we could do way down the line. Where we well. could do a CCG, absolutely, yeah. and then we'll take people's money. Yes. Awesome. Sounds good. So good. That's going to do it for this week, folks. Hope yes, you had an, uh, a little enjoyment out of our uh, very fun wandering. Um, Super fun. You loved it. Uh, yeah. But also, if you if you like what you heard, share with a friend. We appreciate Mm-hmm. And as always, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night.
Dead, 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 dead,